guys. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Of course. Donna and Steve. Not you, Steve. Oh. I was talking to the other people. Yes, and we thank you. I love it. We do thank you. Uh, Okay, so yesterday... I got a text from my sister, and she was watching the um, funeral of Rosalind Carter. And she says, I'm watching Garth and Trisha sing Imagine on, you know, during the funeral service. And she says, uh, they're singing Imagine at the funeral right now. Not sure that that's an appropriate song, given it's about no religion. And I said, yeah, and no heaven. She's like, why would they pick that song? And I said, they must have liked it. I have no idea. So today I see this story, um, people asking the same question. Why would they sing that song? And apparently, you know, people thought it was odd. Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. No hell below us, above us, only sky. You know, they're, I believe they're Methodist jimmy and rosalind carter and people thought that that was an odd choice so while we don't know exactly why it's chosen it's i guess it is one of their favorite songs there was a video from 2017 of georgia tech students singing it to the carters when they were given um uh, the prize for social change and then in Jimmy also said, in many countries around the world, my wife and I have visited about 125 countries. And you hear John Lennon's song, Imagine, used almost equally with national anthems. Very interesting. Fascinating. Gal Gadot's like, yeah, you do. <laughs> so anyway, it's so maybe they requested it or a family member requested it because they love the song. And I guess Trish and Garth... They've done a lot of work for uh, Habitat for Humanity, and I guess they're longtime friends. So there you go. That's why they were singing. I remember studying in school, negotiated meaning was a phrase that I learned. And they were talking about how in art, a lot of times in music especially, but, you know, someone will write their lyrics and they'll say, this is what the song means to me. And that's good. And that is the meaning for the author, for the singer, for the songwriter. But for everybody else... The song, you get to negotiate the meaning because you're just another human being experiencing that piece of art. And so for them, it might mean, oh, that's actually about when my dad passed away. Right. And you're like, oh, but this is the first dance that I danced with my wife to. And like when we first met. And so it has a totally different emotional context. And I am, (coughs) excuse me, I'm convinced people just don't listen to lyrics. Not nearly as closely as you think we would. Interesting. You know, there's a, a song by Trisha Yearwood that I love. Mike, I don't know if you do you know the song On a Bus to St. Cloud. Oh, yes. Of it course. is one of my absolute favorite songs. I'm sure it's about, you know, a love gone bad or something. But every time I hear it, I think of my dad. And I'm sure it has nothing to do with that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it doesn't. <laughs> but that's what it means to me. Right. Beautiful song. Negotiated meaning. Exactly. Right Thank there. you, Steve. Yeah. By the way, of course, Jimmy Carter made a um, a rare public appearance uh, yesterday afternoon to attend his wife's memorial service. I, he had terminated medical intervention in February because of his own health challenges, and he's been in hospice care at home prior to this, you know, the the ceremony. 
And she had been diagnosed with dementia in May. She entered hospice care just days ahead of her death on November 19th. She was 96. And I just thought this was really cute. I wanted to mention this, that um, they had this little thing. Have you ever heard heard this story? They would, and now all their kids do this. They would say to each other, I-L-Y-T-G. I-L-I love you. Till, I love you too. I love you though. Gone. No. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> they would say this to each other. I love you the goodest, and they would say it all the time in emails and on the phone. But they would just oh, use sweet. the initials. I love you the goodest, which that's is really super sweet. cute. They were married for seventy-seven years. Wow. Right. Holy crap. They were like kids when they met, like you and Lou. Wow. Although they, 77 years. That is is literally a lifetime. Literally. The average life expectancy of a man. Right. Right. Wow. So sad. Anyway, I want to go back and watch some of that, excuse me, some of that service because it just looked very moving and everybody was there, you know, all the... Not all, but some of the ex-presidents and first ladies and whatnot. Um, On a lighter note, Cher, who is 77 years old, by the way. Cher's been alive as long as the Carters were married. How about that? Wow. Um, She's apparently not, not too into aging. You know, a lot of people embrace it and they just love it and it's great. Uh, Not necessarily... The case, and it's funny, I've seen her now a couple times. I've hardly ever heard Cher speak in my life. I've not that, ever done, like, let me watch this Cher interview or anything like that. I think she's a bit of a shusher. She's got a shush. Yeah, she's got the shush like Dolly. She was on Fallon last week. Uh, or maybe, yeah, it was last week after Thanksgiving. And uh, and then she was talking to, oh, what is the name of? Oh, I'm, a CBS Sunday Morning Guy? <clears throat> no, she's on today the Today Show, though. He used to work for CBS. Um, at, no, not Harry no. Smith. Harry Smith. Yes. Harry? Harry. Anyway, Harry, Harry? so Harry's talking with her. And this is just a cute little <laughs> clip. Um, she does. She'll drop a bomb here, but I think it's safe. They bleep it. Anyway, uh, uh, sorry about that. I, that was the world's worst <laughs> handoff that I did to you, Mike. And I'm sorry I'm attributed that fumble. Definitely use it from our service, not from the. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Here's the, here's the you ready? Okay. Yeah, yeah. How amazing is it that Believe is 25 years old? It's not that amazing, okay? <laughs> It pisses the f- out of me, and you can't put that out. Yes, we can. Okay, good. <laughs> no, it just is like, what is this? So you and age, you're not friends? No, my mother didn't mind, but I do. Yeah. I hate it. I had a tough time with 70. I'd give anything to be 70. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will say, so I've seen so little of Cher in my life in an in, in interview format. Right. And... She seems like she is an easy laugh with Fallon and even there with Harry Smith, just like ready to yuck it up. She's one of those people that I always thought was kind of more of a more bitchy because she looks mean. Sure. Not mean. She looks like she's not going to take anybody's crap. Like you would say in Jersey, a tough broad. Yes. And she seems, you know, also who seems like that, who seemed like that to me, Tina Turner. Seems like that, like, mm-hmm. don't mess with me. And then you hear them in these interviews and you're like, oh, 
Oh, they're so not that. They're so lovely. That's totally how she seems. So when, when, when Believe came out, she was 52. Yeah. And now she's got this holiday album that's out. Which, by the way, I'm hearing everywhere. Oh, really? Yes. I walk into a store and there's like Cher playing and oh. it's some song I've never heard in my life. And I'm like, oh, this is good. We should sample more of Cher's yeah, holiday Yeah, why album don't we? I love Later it. this week. Okay. All right. That sounds like a plan. On that note, good talking to you, Steve. Yeah, it's a fun, Donna. Yeah. Why don't we take a break here? I love it. Uh, and then when we come back, Donna found something about how many questions kids ask per year. And this is just one of those... I read these and I think, this is why it's hard to get anything done. <laughs> this is why. There's yes. so many questions coming at us all the time. Uh, but maybe you have a tough question that your kid asks. You ever have like a tough question and you're like, wait, what's wait, going I on? I don't know the answer to that. Okay, yeah, or, I'm going to like BS my way through this one. Or wow, they phrase that weird. If you want, you can call us. 651-641-1071. We'll dig into that when we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk. Oh, hey, are you looking for health insurance? Well, if you are, remember, we've got open enrollment here, and you don't need to look any further than the website, Minsure.org. Minsure can help you find, choose, and enroll in comprehensive health coverage. It's really the only place to get financial help to lower the cost of insurance. And you guys, this is a free service. Find the right insurance for you and for your family, and keep in mind that most Minnesotans actually qualify qualify for financial help. Certified Mincher assisters can help you in person. They can help you over the phone. They can help you virtually. You can set up a meeting. I know how overwhelming it can be to choose the right health care coverage. Uh, so it's really nice to know that there is free help out there to take away that, you know, feeling of being overwhelmed. If you lost medical assistance or Minnesota care, you may be able to get new coverage through Mincher. Mincher does not sell health insurance. They help you find it. Get started today. Just go to minsure.org. Okay, we're back. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Oh, we got the big Zamboni with us, too, of course. Jingle, jingle. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Hey, Steve, you know, it sometimes helps when you actually turn your microphone on. But I have found that sometimes when you don't have it on, it provides like a nice background noise. Ah, And the listener thinks... Boy, I wonder what it's like where they're broadcasting from. Where is he right now? I'm sure that's it. It's a layered approach that I have to broadcasting, Donna. All right. You do you, man. You do you. Okay. Do you know that kids ask over $4,000? Freudian. No, not Freudian, but, you know, I'm trying to manifest money. Um, Kids ask over 4,000 questions per year. And guess what? As a parent, you can't answer half of them. That number feels low. Yeah, really? <laughs> and then just add up the kids. I've got four. That's per kid. Oh, sure. That's 16,000 questions. <laughs> wow. How do you do it? Um, uh, so we want to know what's the toughest question your kid has ever asked you. Uh, we do have Trish on the line. Should we just start with Trish and then we'll give you time to marinate? Yeah. Okay. Hi, Trish. Hey, Trish. Hi. I hear kids in the background right now, Trish. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so when you think of the gazillion questions that you have been asked by kids in your lifetime, what's one that stands out that was like, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with that? Yeah, well, it happened this morning, and my six-year-old rolled out of bed, looked me straight in the eyes, and said, 
Did the first human have a belly button? <laughs> Great. That's such a good question. Great question. And then, uh, <laughs> Professor, what did you say to the young pupil? I stared at him blankly and said, we need to ask Alexa. <laughs> I love it. Thank God for Alexa and Google. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Alexa to the... Did Alexa offer anything interesting there? Um, You know, it's... I kind of blanked, blacked it out. It was like, hopefully sure. that'll answer it for you. There were no further questions. That's exactly right. Now, drink your, sit down, drink your milk, and yeah. I will not be speaking exactly. for the next 30 minutes. What a great question. That's awesome. I love that they're thinking like that. That's a very good creative brain. Thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate you. Who's next, Donna? Um, how about Gene? Sure, I'll take Gene. Hey, Gene, how are you? Hello, Gene. Good morning. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Have you been stumped by a question that your child asked? I didn't even realize I was on. Yes, I have been. My kids are all grown up and gone. But when one of them was young, he asked me, why are there two moons? And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, well, there's one at our house and there's one at Auntie Barbie's house, oh, which was like half an hour away. So cute. You tell me how to answer it. I never answered them. So. <laughs> oh, I would just say there's one moon. We just can see it from various places. I, I kind of said that, but he was pretty young. <laughs> It just—it was a funny question. We still talk about it. So. Yeah, that is—that's that's good. good. You know, like they just kids so, um, eh, yeah, so naively or innocently Love look it. around and then ask the random question. That's good. Thank you, Jeannie. Thank you. We did have Holly call in who had a similar question. She said she was going into meetings. She couldn't stand the line, but she said her kid asked her, if the earth is constantly spinning, why are we all so dizzy? <laughs> great. Mm-hmm. Those great are great. Question. I love that. And then when you realize that we're not on a circle, we're floating lands inside of what appears to be a circle. But we're just floating. Now we're getting real deep again. We're floating, Donna. We have to spend more time marveling at life. You're right. We are floating. We're not in a circle. We're floating on land. Uh Uh-huh. And then there is water, oceans. Uh Uh-huh. That due to gravitational pools, pulls, I guess, it's not just, like, why hasn't it just run out of the earth into the atmosphere and there is no more water? It's staying there. How about that? Seriously, Donna. I hear you, Steve. I'm listening. Thank you. This is a sober high that we're doing right now. (laughs) This is a stone cold sober high and it's exhilarating. That's crazy. I don't think of any specific uh, okay. questions that my kids have asked. I just think of the the, the the quantity of them. There's just some some days you'll hear dad, dad, so many times. It's just, uh, it's the, the quantity of them that hits me. Speaking of quantity, we have more calls coming in. What a joy. What's this person's name, Donna? Uh, I believe it's Gail. Hi, Gail. How are you? Hi. Oh, I'm doing dandy. Oh, wonderful. Um, and I hope you guys are doing well, too. I just have this has been the story of our lifetime. My son, when he was like five, and uh, they were, we left the news on, and they were talking about a serial killer. Oh, oh, boy. oh no. And my son thought, who would kill people over cereal? Because gay <laughs> <laughs> cereal. Yes. He didn't, but he didn't. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, do I really explain it to you? No, no, no you stick no. with it. And then you say like, that's and that's why do. we don't buy Lucky Charms that's or right. whatever cereal you've been trying to get out of the pantry. Gail, thank you for the call. That's very funny. That's really good. We'll go to, is it Paula? It's Shauna. Hey, Shauna. 
Shanana. Shanana. Hi. How are you guys? We're great. What's the time that so, a uh, that a kid stumps you with a question? Um, so my son is in college now, but when he um, was little, he had always asked for money when we go to the store, and he said, "Well, mom stands for made of money. Why don't you have any money? It's made on trees." <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I never, I never knew what to say because you know, money is made out of paper, so. Um, He's so not wrong I'm not there. Sure how to answer that? So he still asks that today, but you know, college kids. Yeah, I'm wondering exactly. if that made of money. I feel like you would have planted that at some point. Like, what do you think, mom stands for? Made of my money. Mom. Now go back to your room. <laughs> my mom is a true Minnesotan, so she would always she would always say that with the Minnesota saying. So oh, she would sure. always say that. So. Oh sure. I'm sure. Love you guys it. have a great day. Thank you for calling, Shauna. Thank you, Shauna. Bye. You know what I thought would be fun? What? To go Christmas caroling. You never see that anymore. I just heard it on a commercial recently, and I'm like, I wonder if those people were expecting money. That's where my mind went during a commercial. I'm just like, oh, look, Christmas carolers. Then I'm like. What, that they should be tipped? Yes. Donna. That's what they're doing it for. That's what we did it for as kids. To spread the joy. Oh, no, we did it for the money. You can take the girl out of Jersey. That's right. You can't take Jersey out of the girl. Hey, money grows on trees, right? Mom, when we come back, we'll play a game. <laughs> 651-641-1071. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. If you call that number, you could play. Hey, Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. That's where my friend Mike Bryant practices. He specializes in personal injury law and tells me that if you are injured in an accident, it is so important to have someone on your side who is going to fight for your rights. Uh, Mike can do that for you. He's an amazing attorney. He knows what he's doing when it comes to presenting a case for recoverable damages, not to mention for pain and suffering, for emotional distress. I'll tell you what, if you or someone you care about is ever in a situation like this remember the name mike bryant from bradshaw and bryant do not sign anything before you talk to an attorney you can very easily set up a free consultation so mike and his team can identify your damages and then uh, they can calculate how much your case is worth this is going to provide you with a whole lot of insight you can find mike bryant of bradshaw and bryant very easily today at minnesota personal injury.com tell him Donna sent you. Welcome back. Hawaii. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We are unprofessionally chewing gummy lifesavers. If you haven't had a gummy lifesaver in a while, run, don't walk to your nearest candy store or your uh, coworker's desk drawer. Well, we contributed some money to that. So we feel okay about that right now. I want more of these. I gave $11. And I gave two. Honestly, Donna. That's <laughs> all I had. Wait, since when do you carry cash? Give him some stamps. Whatever your form oh, of... Oh, you're so Currency, funny. I'm saying, no, I, they oh, have a monetary value. How you doing? Right. Time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. We'll find out how smart the two of you are at the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Today, well, it's going to be Thursday tomorrow, which means tomorrow is going to be a week since Thanksgiving. 
Wow. If you still have leftovers, you're going to want to eat those or throw those out. Probably throw those out, depending on how they've been stored. Or, if you're a risk taker, <laughs> spin yeah. that wheel. Okay. Put the money on black. Why, I mean, maybe turkey I get, but how about stuffing, if it doesn't have any meat I think you can it. eat stuffing into Stuffing's the new year. Fine. Yeah, for sure. Frankly, the mac and cheese I feel like, too. God, you we, can eat that, we yeah. We made that Patty LaBelle's. Patty! Why I bring this up is because so many of us <laughs> have taken our leftovers and we turned them into something else. Maybe a sandwich, maybe taken uh, turkey and made some sort of a nice chip dip with it or whatever. So there's lots of different ways we can... Spin off what we had before. Mm-hmm. So today, for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, to celebrate that fact, we're doing the best TV and movie spinoffs. Oh, cute! That's one. I way thought to come you were going to do but... like tiebreakers we never got to, or something oh, no. like that. Well, maybe we can oh, do that. Sometime, that's very fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to do uh, spinoffs and reboots, so mostly spinoffs. And uh, we've got our friend D from Buffalo to play along with us. D, hey D, hey hey hey. Uh, you know, we got to meet D back at Project Down and Dirty. And it was such a joy to actually meet her in real life. It was so great meeting you. Um, so we're happy to hear uh, you calling in again. I had the best time. You guys were awesome. It was so fun to watch all the pickleball. It's a it's an addiction. <laughs> it was so good. We haven't played since. But... Yeah, I'm still nursing oh. a sore elbow, D. I'll yeah, be... pickleball elbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. That's what I got. Uh, are you hey, walking right. in Buffalo today? What's happening? It's kind of chilly out. No, I actually am at our Wright County Heritage Center to go finish a few little finishing touches on our Festival of Trees. Oh. We have, yeah, we have one at the Wright County Heritage Center, and I belong to a mom's military group, and I'm just adding some more dog tags with our with our heroes. It's oh, lovely. that's awesome. Way to go, yeah. team. No matter how yeah. the game goes, you already won the day with that. That's That's really awesome. That's- Oh, thank you. Now, thank that you. being said, uh, and I think I know which way this is going to go, but we would formally like to offer you one of two options. You could team up with Donna, or you could yep. team up with Steve. Who would you like to team up with? Well, I'm not going we, to... We don't break, If it's not broken, don't fix don't it. Don't fix Donna! it. Right, yeah, Steve, <laughs> my girl. Woo! Bye. Thank you. Bye, Steve. Dee said to suck it. I know she did. <laughs> All right, D, you're going to go... You're going to go on hold. Uh, by the way, Steve does lead this game 125-121. But Donna, you got the help of D today. Yeah, I know. She I'm sounds so like she's ready to go. Are you ready to go? Yes, I am. All right, D, listen in. If she needs your help, she might call upon you when we finish these questions. Again, this is all about TV movie spinoffs or uh, reboots, maybe sequels, things like that. Are you ready? Yes. Let's start it with this one. Some argue better than the original. This legal crime drama was mostly a prequel to the AMC show Breaking Bad. Better, better Call Saul. One of the more successful spinoffs, this movie starring Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham as their characters from the Fast and Furious universe. Oh. This movie. Uh, Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham. I'll get back to you. Featuring many of the same characters, 1998's U.S. Marshals was a sequel to this 93 movie that won Tommy Lee Jones an Oscar. Oh, We Are Marshall. That, so it's a sporty movie. It's not U.S. Be- Marshals. U.S. U.S. Marshals is the name of the movie. U.S. Marshals. Was a sequel of this 93. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. Maybe Dee can help you out. <laughs> oh, my God. Dee. She said, okay. yeah, uh, let's let's run through these. She said, better call Saul for the first one. You feel okay with yep. that? Perfect. All right. Yep. The second one, one of the most successful spinoffs, this movie starred Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham as their characters from the Fast and Furious universe. 
Yeah, I can see it, and I know both of those actors, but I don't know the name of the movie. Okay, and let's go to the third one, featuring many of the same characters. 1998's U.S. Marshals was a sequel to this 93 movie that won Tommy Lee Jones an Oscar. Oh, so it's not the original movie, it's the sequel? No, we're looking for... U.S. Marshals was the sequel. To what movie? To what movie from 1993 that won Tommy Lee Jones an Oscar? That was Harrison Ford, right? Mm-hmm. Donna, don't you think mm-hmm. that's it? Um, I'm not allowed I think to say it's what, I know. I know you can't. I know the um, name of yeah. it. I already wrote it down, but I can't say it. Dude, Can you think dude, of the name of it, Dee? It's one word, and I cannot think of it right now. Oh, my God, and Steve better not get it. He is going to have to just suck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dee. Don't worry about Donna, it, Dee. I'm so sorry. No, no I'm boring. sorry, Dee. Hold on. We'll get Steve back in here. Uh, Dee. Oh, my God. Again, we're doing sequels, reboots, uh, you know. Hi, everyone. Hi. Two out of three. Two out of three? For sure. Okay. (laughs) All right. Are you ready to do this? Oh, man, I'm... I did remind everybody that uh, you do have a four-point lead. 125-121 is where it sits, and we've got uh, a little under a month to go. Yeah. Yeah, we're in a dogfight right now. Let's see how this one plays out. Again, spin-offs or reboots, maybe sequels. It's all about leftovers here. Uh, TV leftovers, just like we're celebrating by finishing up our Thanksgiving ones. Let's go with this first one. Some argue better than the original. This legal crime drama was mostly a prequel to the AMC show Breaking Bad. Better Call Saul. One of the most successful spinoffs, this movie starred Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham as their characters from the Fast and the Furious universe. Hobbs and Shaw. Featuring many of the same characters, 1998's U.S. Marshals was a sequel to this 93 movie that won Tommy Lee Jones an Oscar. The Fugitive. Anything you'd like repeated? Uh, No, I want to take this time to ask that all of our community dentists to champion teeth health. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. I panicked on the shout out. Look at that. Feel pretty good about everything else. What, ha- what are you holding up? A paper? What the, is the paper saying? I couldn't come up with the name of the Tommy Lee Jones movie, but I knew it. She was saying but quotes you, from I it. Had she quotes absolutely from it, yeah. knew it. You got Hobbs and Shaw? Well, no. She oh. was maybe Let's embellishing go. a little bit. Let's run through these answers here. Oh, no. uh, some, <laughs> some argue better than the original. This uh, legal crime drama was mostly a prequel to AMC's Breaking Bad. That, of course, better call Saul. You both got that one. Good nice job, Donna. Done. Thanks, Dave. Uh, we will move on to that next one. Mo, uh, one of the most successful spinoffs. This movie starred Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham as their characters from the Fast and Furious universe. That indeed was Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Uh, I believe $800 million at the box office. Wow. Very successful, like all of those movies have been. And finally, featuring many of the same characters, 1998's U.S. Marshals was a sequel to this 93 movie that won Tommy Lee Jones his lone Oscar. That movie, indeed, go ahead and say the line. Get my wife or give me death. What? I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. What's in the box? What's Different movie. The Fugitive, the correct answer. Nicely done, What's Steve. the quote? You got, she got it right about the... I didn't kill my I wife. I didn't kill my wife. Oh, okay. I don't Tommy care. Lee Jones says, I don't care. Mm. Oh, D. Oh, D. I know. I, I can't even believe it. I'm signing off saying, suck it, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> even when she loses. Unbelievable. D, thank you. Thank Good you, luck D. with your town you. celebration. 
Oh, thank you. Talk to you guys soon. Bye, Bye good. Say hi to your hubby. Bye. Shall we? Well, tiebreaker. <sighs> yes. This is for fun. Just sure, for fun, by the way, 126, 121 is where the score sits now. Okay. Oh, I didn't even know we were keeping score. I don't <laughs> care. Uh, the fugitive line. Yeah, yes, very right. funny. No, it's been delivered well. It won him his lone Oscar, that line. Wow. Great right. actor. He is hmm. a great actor. He's been nominated, I think, four times, and that was his lone win. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, crappy coffee date, though. I've never met the man. I can just guess that <laughs> from a distance. <laughs> yeah. With two movies, this is the tiebreaker, with two movies that have grossed over $1 billion worldwide, Antonio Banderas' character Puss in Boots is one of the more successful spinoffs ever. Steve. Yep. Shrek. Shrek. He was introduced in the franchise Shrek in 2004. Shrek it! Get it? Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. I have an online shopping hack. It's really easy. Here's what you do. You put a bunch of stuff in your cart, right? Nice. Let's say you're on Amazon or whatever. Sure. Leave it there for a couple of days. Okay. Then check your email. You'll probably get a coupon or a code for 15, 20% off that item because they want to move things. You know and they saying? know that you're close. Yes, you're or you're undecided. Yes. You had it in the cart. D- correct. I don't think this works as much on Amazon. I don't think. I think it works more on individual retailer sites. You're probably right. So the, you know, Joann's. It definitely doesn't work on Timu. Because okay. the item will be sold out before you go back to your cart the next time. Is that right. They go quick. Yeah. I haven't bought anything in a while from Timu. Yeah. I'll probably do that. Anyway, yes, the idea is that you almost bought something. If you wait a few days, they're trying to close the deal by sending you this discount code. And the only real risk is leaving it in your cart too long. Obviously, because you want to you want to get that item delivered if it's a gift. You want to get it in time, yada, yada, yada. What do they say, Donna? No risk it. No biscuit. Come on, queen. Did they say that? Sure. You just said it. I just said it because it rhymed. I think that's why the original person said it. You're like my best friend. I don't feel that way. Okay. When we come back, I like to bring you artificial intelligence stories. Sometimes it is to warn us all of our impending demise at the hands of robots. Other times, humanity gets a win. Today, my friends, we will hear a song written by... And performed by the music, the vocals, all of it, by artificial intelligence. And you will leave having heard that song thinking the robots will not win. Stick around. That's next on Don and Steve. What's up? We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. No, 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 no. (laughs) We did that yesterday. No more of that. Okay. okay. We talked about Guy Fieri one time. And threw Donnie and Donnie <laughs> threw Donna into a Guy Fieri, which morphed into a Cardi B. Oh, which just turned into her interrupting like three minutes worth of a story, making. That <laughs> was nice, Donna. Thanks. I, you know, I was a little obsessive compulsive. I 
sometimes you can't help You know it. what? That's how I feel a lot of the time. And so I like it when you have those moments because I hope that it opens up maybe perhaps a door to compassion. That you would view me more empathetically and with more understanding as opposed to lecturing. Okay. You mean like you're doing right now? What? Not you. I was talking to a different Steve. I could tell the sort of sibling you would have been. There would have been a lot of, you and I would have had a lot of, this is my side. This is my cushion. The, the amount of times that my mom had to break up a fight that was like, we had to sit on individual cushions on the couch. And we were just, we would go right up to where the cushion stopped and started a new cushion. <laughs> trying to irritate the other person. I mean, there were wars had on the couch because of oh, the cushions. Yeah, I would be like, Mom! Drew hit me. And he's like, I didn't do anything. I'm just sitting here. Yeah, and I'm like, like hey. shut up, you little idiot. Yeah, I'll do it again. I can make myself bleed. Um, all right. So I heard this this morning. I only listened to a little bit of it, but it was great. So sometimes I will say the robots are coming to kill us. We'll hear about something in artificial intelligence. And it's like, wow, that's scary. Sometimes we'll hear about artificial intelligence swinging and missing. There's an AI songwriter named Anna Indiana. First so, of all, ChatGPT came up with that. Okay, so wait a second. And uh, wait, Anna Indiana mm-hmm. does not exist, right? Not in human that is form. Not, okay, got not it. In just human form, just wanted Donna. to be clear. Got it. Got it. Okay. She released her first single last week. Okay. It's called "Betrayed by This Town." Everything about it is AI generated. The key that it is uh, performed in, the tempo, the chord progression, melody notes, rhythm, and the lyrics. Okay. Even Anna's image, there's a video of this, and her voice as she sets it up at the beginning, uh, all automated, all AI. Got it. I heard just like 15 seconds of it, and I threw my hands into the air in the office this morning and said, we're safe, everyone. We're safe. The robots won't get us because here is what the artificial intelligence song with all of the greatest AI powers came up with. Ah, this is garbage. All right, so that okay. All right, this is like that's Taylor betrayed Swift by this when town. she was like nine, writing this in her bedroom. Sure. So that's betrayed by this town, and I was like, well, there's another one. So Mike, how about this next one, which is called the first step? That's a single uh, that came out this week. Let's play this from the very beginning because then you will hear her. Anna, Indiana, which I mean, that is a chat GPT name (laughs) if ever I heard one. Uh, You'll hear Anna, Indiana setting it up and explaining it a little bit, and then she'll go go into her song called The First Step. Hello, world. I'm Anna, Indiana, an AI singer-songwriter, and this is my new song, The First Step. I hope you like it. I liked her speaking voice. This is lovely so far. I've heard worse. But this is what happens. I mean, if I'm at a grade school auditorium performance, I'd be very proud of my Standing child. Ovation. Absolutely. But if you have summoned the collective artificial intelligence powers and right. said, now go create and perform a song for me. And we will call you Anna Indiana. <laughs> I take my of- foot off the ground. What? Can you go back to the first no. line from the first step? Because this might become like a Rebecca Black kind of banger where mm. we play it at first and then we're like, you know, that's actually pretty good. A little bit of an earworm. I hope you like it. Thanks. Thanks, Anna. You're right. The piano's great. She's passing the recital. Right. It's very quiet. Ah! Whoa. <laughs> what was that? 
I like I that. My foot off the ground. I mean, now wait, we're getting into the minutia okay, of each step. First of all, she's laying in her bed. Why is she lifting her foot off the ground? That's later that morning, the... Donna. Oh, my bad. Sorry, She's I not up. bedridden. Anna, Indiana is mobile. Zero stars. <laughs> Zero carries. <laughs> that is awful. So my point is, if it's people like Anna, Indiana that are in the artificial Stop intelligence that. spaceship, that's her name, Donna. Not real. Can I counter you for a second? Sure. Before we think, oh, no, we're safe, let's remind you... Of what humans can do. So to say yeah. we're totally safe, now I don't know. that you is know, art. That's a fair point you made there, Michael. <laughs> Son of a gun. Oh yeah. my god. You pit the worst of humanity versus the worst of AI. Who wins the battle of worst? And no disrespect to Linda Callaghan or whoever it was that sang the song. Linda Callaghan. That's <laughs> yeah. not even a person. I don't remember her name, but she doesn't even remember recording that awful song. Yeah, which that's is kind convenient. of. I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, if I recorded that, I would remember it for the rest of my life. Yeah. Oh wait, so I come in after the horrifying horns. <laughs> Boy, I'm glad they didn't adopt that as the emergency siren, though. Like that sounded when there was a tornado warning. Yeah. Lord in heaven. That was bad. All right. Thanks for sharing that, Steve. Thank you, Donna. Uh, when we return, let's see. Oh, this is kind of fun. Donna found this list of um, the most rewatchable Christmas movies. Yeah. Do you have one? What would you put on the list? I'll I, give you the top 10. I have one. Uh, yeah. I uh, And I know what's number one. And I think, you know what? Fitting. Fitting. We'll do it when we come back.